Hey, what's going on? Stokely from Sauson Dolay. Okay, I know, I know, I know. I'm talking to my car. Sorry. So, uh, unfortunate. Turn this down. Let's make sure that we're not going through Bluetooth right now. No, we're not. So good. So, um, turn this radio down. Turn the fan down. Also. An unfortunate event happened to somebody that I know the other day. Um, and I think whatever happened to them occurred because uh, they associated themselves with bad company. And... Um, bad company that they you know kept themselves around caused them to get involved into a situation where they ended up making up another bad decision the first bad decision was associating with this person the second bad decision was uh, you know basically piggybacked off of that so that's why I always talk about social things. I always talk about keeping a certain company. Now, this is why people move to certain neighborhoods. They want certain neighborhood. Everybody has problems, but some areas have different problems from other areas. A place that's drug infested has drug infestation problems. A place that has a lot of alcoholism has alcoholism problems. A place that has pornography problems like Utah, that's their problem place that has um, not enough drinking water, that's the problem over there. Poison drinking water, that's the problem over there. There's a place that has mass, you know, gangs and shootings and all kind of bad activity. It has poor schools. Um, it's basically a crucible. It's basically a concentration of social ills some places that's why people want to get away from well people should in my opinion everybody does what they want to do but in my opinion they should get away from those places because what that cycle of destruction does is produce more people who are of that kind of disposition what happens is you might be someone trying to stay away from all these ills, but you're surrounded by the ills. And in being surrounded by the ills, um, you have to become hardened or you have to at least put on, I guess, a uniform as if you are of that environment or you'll be singled out, you'll be ostracized, you'll be targeted. So what does that result in? That results in you becoming like the environment just to survive within that environment, right? You adapt to that environment. As much as you may try to maintain your internal compass, your original personality or your original whatever, 
you're still influenced by the environment. You're still acted upon by the forces in the environment. So the most immediate solution to that is to change venue, is to change the environment, to get out of there. Get from, or this is, this is poor grammar, but this is how it's said, get from around there. Get from around those people. There's another phrase. Um, what is it? Stay out. No, what is it? Stay, stay out of it. No, stay. I don't know. Stay away. Stay away, basically. Get away. You know what I mean? So, and this is an example. For in the inner city, they used to have a summer program. Uh, I don't remember what it's called, but what they would do is they take children from the inner city and send them to the rural areas to spend time and live with a family in the rural areas. Um, I think Mike Tyson participated in a program like that. Um, and that's how he met the guy who taught him how to box, from my understanding. So, these programs allowed people to see another lifestyle and get away from the inner city toxicity the sickness of the city. Um, get into nature. Get around the trees. You know, get around the plants. Get around the quietness. You know, uh, get a, get away from the, the concentrated toxicity. Of course, people in the rural areas and the suburbs have their own problems. We all have problems, but... There are a lot of environmental factors that are concentrated inside the city area, inside a densely populated area, inside of uh, overcrowded classrooms. You know what I mean? Um, buildings that put people on top of each other. You know, these, these apartment buildings have been researched to, to, to show that, you know, they, they cultivate antisocial behavior. I mean, so much so, there were projects in Chicago government housing that that was in Chicago that was infested with crime. I mean, Chicago is definitely infested with crime right now, but it was worse at one point, I guess. And what they did was they knocked down those high-rise apartment buildings and created lower-rise <laughs> apartment buildings. But it led to an improvement in crime. It led to in a reduction in crime people aren't meant to live in those conditions anyhow it's the company you keep you know um, I think you know I grew up in a rural area and um, I think it gave me a different perspective um, I think it gave me some some form of empathy and humanity that is lost on someone that's surrounded by so much humanity. When you're surrounded by so many people, an individual isn't special. An individual's life isn't so special. But it's funny, though, that even coming from such a small area, I don't remember people's names. I don't remember my old classmates' names. Maybe my crushes. That, that, that I remember their names. And the kids that I had fights with. <laughs> I remember their names. I remember my crushes and and whoever I had a fight with. 
that's that's all I really remember. I don't remember my good friends, the ones that like you know I used to wait at the bus stop with every day. We used to ride in the taxi every day together, you know. Um, which is weird, anyhow. So it's about extremes. It's, it's, it's both. It's the high highest vibration and the lowest vibration. Those that I hated and those that I um, had an affinity for, had affection for. I guess you could call it love. saying is the environment that you're in is going to determine what happens sometimes most most of the cases now the person who this unfortunate event happened to i mean they brought upon themselves because they did someone you know they brought upon themselves by associating with a certain person we really got to save ourselves you know so if you're in an environment that's not helpful to you you need to get out of there himself by associating with that person so you got to save yourself um you know not because somebody's fun not because somebody's giving you affection not because somebody's cool not because somebody's attractive not because somebody's even suffering and you feel sorry for them should you necessarily intertwine yourself with them and associate and affiliate uh, with them you know what i mean um it, it could be it could be detriment now he thought himself to be helping someone he ended up um, getting himself in trouble just to, just to say the least so um, the company you keep is very important and it's not you know people that hold you to a higher standard and like I said in a previous post, it's hard to know sometimes if someone's giving you encouragement or constructive criticism or they're disrespecting you or they sneak this in you, as they would say. Sometimes it's hard to tell. Now, how you can, what can help, if I didn't say before, I guess I'll make up something now. What can help you to tell is to see where they are in life, where, where, what's their results. And I'm not talking about being a fantastic basketball player, a millionaire, or whatever the case may be. Let's see. Are they disciplined? Do they keep their word? Do they take responsibility for problems that they create? Do they admit their problems? Not a lot of people do that. That's going to be a hard find. But the, um, do they um, produce good fruit? You know, like in the Bible say, you know, um, or I don't know if it's the Bible, but they say, you know, a good tree produces good fruit. A bad tree produces what? Bad fruit, right? So you got to look at the person who you're talking to. It doesn't mean that they're a millionaire, they're a celebrity, basketball player, influencer, model, whatever the case may be. That doesn't, that's not what I'm talking about. Are they a moral, do they hold themselves to a high moral standard? Are they keeping their word? Are they taking care of responsibilities? That's the person that you look to, in my opinion, 
and even those people still have to be vetted because we're not always we're not always strong we're not always on you know um, we're not always thinking in the right mind you know we're not always in the yeah so everything people tell you or even any advice that people give you you have to evaluate it ultimately you've got to make the decision on whether to carry it out and whether you carry it out and how you carry it out and whatever happens you're going to be responsible you're going to be held accountable for that they're not going to be held accountable for that they only just gave you advice they didn't tell you what to go do you did it so if you keep good company then you're going to get good advice right if you keep moral disciplined responsible company that's what should that's the kind of environment you know that's the kind of person that it, that it's going to cultivate in you in my opinion that's why people want to move to the good neighborhoods so the kids can go to the good schools so, <laughs> so they can be challenged academically <clears throat> so they can be associated and affiliated and around a circle that's cultivating academic excellence or even athletic excellence even the sports players sports players don't want to go to a, a school that doesn't have um, a team that has visibility um, they might go to maybe their their father's alma mater or something like that just out of honor but it's, it's not, that's not a career decision a career decision is when they say oh I'm gonna go to um, going to go to Villanova, I'm going to go to Duke, I'm going to go to whatever, you know, UConn, I'm going to go to St. John's, you know, I'm going to go to a school that's known for basketball and known for a great basketball program and known to gain visibility for aspiring people that aspire to be in the NBA. I'm not going to go to no name dot 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 school if I want to be an athlete no matter how great their academic program is because that's not what I'm there for I'm there to get into a program where I want to be a professional basketball player and I want to gain visibility from the scouts and the recruiters and the agents and the managers and all of that whatever they call it right so you got to be in the right environment. Now I'm driving without zero gas in my... <laughs> oh my gosh. My car is more fuel efficient than I thought. But I'm driving with no gas. Anyhow. The, um... You know what they say. Show me your friends and I'll show you your failures. Now... Uh, the person that I know... Was associating with someone who had participated and failed you know in regards to staying on the right side of the law already so now him getting caught up with this person now resulted in him getting caught up with the law and um 
unfortunate. So, you got to be careful who you associate with. You got to be careful where you choose to live. Wherever, whatever institution you're putting yourself into. You know, I don't think we're so careful with jobs, though. I don't know, you know. Are we careful with jobs? Sometimes we get to a job. My job is not my problem, so... I don't really talk about jobs and work and stuff like that. I don't mind the work that I do. I'm very fortunate and blessed to be where I am, I guess, where I work. I like it. It's fine. You know, it's good enough. <laughs> but some people may have an issue with their workplace and where they work and stuff like that. You know, then you have to put in the energy to change that venue. Like I said, like when I was talking about my own inadequacies regarding stagnation and uh, you know when you say when I say easy way stuck yeah I, had, I have a post called easy way stuck when I say easy way stuck and I'm saying there's no easy way out you got to put in the work I haven't put in the work to change my situations or my um yeah, the situations in which I want to escape from. Similarly, your job is the same thing. But a lot of times you stay there because there's a relationship. They're paying you. They're still paying you. You wouldn't you would not go back to that job if they were paying if they were not paying you. Similarly, with any other relationship, you're getting something out of it even if it's toxic and you're trauma bonding. Even if you're trauma bonding in a toxic relationship, whatever you want to call it, it doesn't. It's um. It's there's an exchange taking place. You're getting something. Just like that job, you're getting something. That job you don't like, you're getting something. They're paying you, right? And um. Yeah, so, you know, you got to be careful who you associate with, like I said, always. Um, choose your friends wisely. Choose your, choose them just like how you choose the school you go to. Choose them just like you choose the sneakers that you, you buy. Choose them just like you choose your, your glasses or something like that. You know what I mean? You go to the glasses guy, they, they scan your eye, you know, they're like, okay, well, your eyes are deficient in this way and that way. And this, this prescription is going to help your eyes. We analyze your eyes, your nearsighted, your farsighted. The right eye is stronger than the left eye. The left eye is stronger than the right eye, whatever. So your glasses are customized to accentuate and complement and compensate for whatever you know an acquaintance and a friend I think are two different things a friend you know you'll go where they are acquaintance you know you gotta keep them at a little bit of a distance but 
they can they can switch positions very easily. You can very easily switch them from a friend to acquaintance. They shouldn't necessarily go back to being a friend again. I don't know. I don't know. But anyhow, I don't have an opinion on that. All I want to say is that an unfortunate event happened to somebody I know because of keeping the wrong counsel, associating with the wrong people. You know? guilty of also sometimes, but um, not a lot. The, uh, man, I don't know what else I want to say about that, but that's it. You got to be careful. And, you know, if someone has a conflict, sometimes it's for you to just hear them out and don't get involved or diffuse the situation and help them to not, um, engage in antisocial behavior and help them not to escalate de-escalate I think de-escalation is is a lost art if there ever was such an art you know um, nowadays people watch so much reality TV where people are fighting that de-escalation is seen as cowardice well, you know, the Bible say, blessed are the peacemakers because they shall be called the children of the Lord or something like that. So, being a peacemaker and being a peacemaker and uh, whose number is this? Being a peacemaker is not cowardice. It's someone trying to Fill in the gap. Somebody trying to step in the gap to make the world a better place instead of just succumbing and submitting to the animal instinct of fight or flight and, you know, more on the fighting side, right? So... Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's going on. That's what's going on right now. So be safe. As a friend of mine told me, stay sucker free. That means stay away from bad company. Stay sucker free means stay away from bad company. It doesn't, it doesn't, it's not something derogatory to call somebody a sucker or whatever the case may be. It's just saying, stay away from bad company. <laughs> now, the guy who told me that, he got himself in some sig similar, significant, horrible trouble. And that was all on him. That was all on him. There was really nobody influencing him and causing him to do what he did. But, 
one thing I do want to say in both instances, it involved a woman. So, um, the machismo and the ego and so-called, I guess, chivalry and honor and all of these things got mixed up and um, now they both are in trouble. But um, that's neither here nor there. I don't want to offend anybody. Almost 50% of people who listen to the podcast are women. Um, maybe that's because I used to speak about cosmetics a lot, which my intent is when I get back to my cosmetics, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna delete a lot of the posts that related to social and interpersonal and stuff like that. Maybe I'll put that on a separate, make a separate uh, podcast stream for that um, and then um, and then save the ones that are about health and about aesthetic uh, because that's what really sauce on the lane really wants to discuss but after a while you run out of content you run out of things to talk about um, but we're always learning new things about health aren't we um, but everything starts in the mind and it's hard to be in the right mindset if you're in the wrong environment if you're in survival mode also if you're in survival mode you're not in grow mode you know um, I have like some corn potato pumpkin and cucumber plants in my backyard and when the plants are under stress when they don't have water they don't grow they just do their best to survive what they start doing is they start sucking water from the lower leaves and move the water up to the top leaves the lower leaves start to shrivel and then you know it, it progresses up and up and up and eventually if the plant really gets really bad um, the leaves at the bottom will start falling off and going up to the top and then um, once the top is dead the whole plant dies so anyhow so when the plant is deficient of water it doesn't grow it just goes into a survival mode and it tries to conserve as much water and distribute the water to the youngest part of itself the most healthiest part of itself you know and it just just the growth does not take place so similarly when you're stressed and you're in an environment where you're not um, being fed the right information the right energy stability consistency reliability then you're in survival mode look at people who are refugees who are in a war zone how can they grow they can't grow they just have to survive until they leave that place and get to a place of stability consistency and sufficient supply of whatever they need to survive 
and then the survival portion is taken care of now they can grow now they can go to school now they can go to college now they can i mean there's migrants some of the migrants that have been shipped to new york live near my house um they're just trying to get on their feet at this point so they can start growing right now they can't grow right now they just have to subsist you know so getting yourself around the right people in the right environment getting your mind right you know it takes it definitely takes energy but um, that's not necessarily a growing phase it's just almost a survival mode and um, you're not really moving the ball forward when you're surviving you're moving the ball forward when you're growing you know um, I also have a jalapeno plant on my desk sometimes I forget to water that and then it doesn't produce any fruit but when it's consistently getting its water getting its water every week actually I need to put in a bigger pot but when it's consistently getting water it does great and right now it has three jalapenos on it one is one is old I might put it in something to eat it one is old and then there's like uh, one green one and one red one just one just turned one just ripened one just turned red so it's all kind of um yeah, you know, you gotta feed yourself the right thing, feed yourself the right company, feed yourself the right food, feed yourself the right thoughts. Curate your feed. Huh, look at that. They call the thing that you subscribe to on your social media a feed. Huh. Feed, huh? Yeah, feeding you information. Anyhow, um,. I've said a lot and I've said nothing, but thank you so much for listening anyway.